branding again, you know, for those that aren't involved in marketing or branding, it's not a logo, right? It's not a name. It's well beyond that. It's much deeper than that. It's almost like think of a brand as a person and a person has multiple levels. There are millions of real estate investors out there and most are stuck with just a couple of properties. They want financial freedom, but their small portfolio ends up costing them more in time, effort and money than it's worth. Getting out of the rat race seems harder than ever. This show will help you do more deals, better deals, and bigger deals. Finally, you'll be able to reach your income and lifestyle goals. How? By attracting and leveraging private money partners and their capital. Now get ready to raise more money, because here's your host, Dave Dubow. Hey folks, welcome back. Today, another great episode. We've got a real estate entrepreneur, capital raiser, multifamily expert, podcaster, educator, you name it. Mark Baltazar has been involved in it in Canadian multifamily real estate investing for a number of years. So Mark, glad to have you on the show. Great to see you. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, happy to happy to chat. And I know you've done you've done a lot a lot over the over the years, and you've added a ton to the community. So just happy to, yeah, happy to be able to chat with you and and see where this goes. And and uh, I'm sure something valuable will come out of it. <laughs> I I I can virtually guarantee it because we're going to talk about something fun and close to our hearts. Because Mark is a is a marketer. And a brand specialist prior to jumping into real estate investing, he he spent a lot of his professional career around that. So we're going to talk a little bit today, not so much about multifamily investing and the ABCs of how to do it and all that kind of good stuff. We're going to talk about how Mark and his partner have really leveraged podcasting and education along with their core business of real estate investing to kind of get everything going on all six, eight, 12 cylinders, whatever, whatever, whatever your variety is uh, of, of engine there. So Mark, let's, let's just back up a little bit here and yeah. very, very briefly, tell us a little bit about what got you sparked about real estate. How'd you get involved in multifamily? What, just really like 30 to 60 seconds. What what does that journey look like for you guys? Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, real estate, I started investing in real estate 2015, started educating myself in probably 2014. And it was really a, it was a side hustle at the at, at first because I was a partner in a, in a strat brand strategy and marketing firm. Uh -huh. uh, but it was really uh, eventually to, to potentially be a, a, a lifestyle and to be an exit from, uh, a company that I also owned um, mm -hmm. as well, but the consult it was consulting. So the consulting life is you know pretty draining, pretty taxing on mm -hmm. time. Started with flips and then moved into multifamily. And the reason, the main reason for multifamily was that it was it was a little bit more. I was consulting with businesses, and so business was kind of you know, the business and economics and the functions of how businesses work and grow and launch new brands and stuff. That was kind of just part of my DNA for a, a long, you know, almost twenty years. And so multifamily was again, like a little business into itself. And yeah. so I kind of was, uh, and I'm an analyst, you know, background financial analyst. And so I kind of knew how numbers worked and the ability to get a multiplier, kind of quote unquote, a multiplier on income was not a new concept to me. And I liked that commercial real estate, you know, was valued that way as well. So it was much more business-like for me. I know a lot right. of people get into multifamily commercial 
because of you know mortgage qualifications that that wasn't the primary reason for me it was more because it was a, there was a a clear path to uh value creation at least in my opinion yeah no very very cool awesome mark so marketing wise you come from a you know consulting for 20 years in in that space mm-hmm. marketing and branding I come from years and years of direct response marketing type background. Mm-hmm. So how, just out of personal curiosity, how did, how have you integrated your marketing background and your branding background into your real estate investing business? I think branding 101, right, was, I think, and you could see it in the stuff I think we do today, you know, the whole concept of brand positioning. Right. So brand positioning, that that's where I spent a lot of time is how do you how do you create a brand? And what is a brand? First of all, a brand is kind of the feelings and the emotions, you know, how you perceive something. Like you think of Coca-Cola and Pepsi, they all they all evoke emotion, right? Or a feeling. So or tooth you, decay. Yeah. Or, to, or that. Yeah. But see, the thing is, is like yeah. good brands are very are typically less reliant on the product itself. It's really about, you know, they could be selling anything to you, right? They, you know, it's, it's the emotion, the feeling. Product is a part of it, of course, and product is just an extension of that feeling. And so, you know, my discipline was branding and how to create brands and branding again, you know, for those that aren't involved in marketing or branding, it's not a logo, right? It's not a name. It's well beyond that. It's much deeper than that. It's almost like think of a brand as a person and a person has multiple levels, you know, personality, they have associations, they have, you know, different layers to their, their persona. And so how do you create that? And so it starts, you know, there's there's a, there's a framework that I'm used to, and it's, you know, know your target, what do they want? What are their needs? Right. What's the, you know, if your brand was a person, what personality would have? So, you know, very structured way to create, you know, the, a brand. Right. And so, you know, that that discipline that I, you know, taught other companies and worked with other companies, you know, use, you know, that to help create kind of what we have today in peak multifamily and, and kind of what it stands for and what it what it is. And it didn't start off with a logo. It started off with kind of what are we trying to provide to the to the market and to the community? What are our values? And then it was like, okay, you know, peak, peak, you know, elevated. So and it came from that. But but it was uh you know, I, I love the marketing side. I love the branding side. And I, kind of, I think it's, uh, it's an extension of kind of what we're doing today. Very cool, Mark. So I guess if I'm a mom and pop real estate investor listening to this, yeah, what kind of recommendations do you have for folks around thinking about their branding? Because again, you you come into this with a much deeper knowledge than pretty much anybody else would, including mm-hmm. including most entrepreneurs and business owners, but uh, like a mom and pop person who's punching the clock at a job and investing part-time and kind of yeah. like what you were doing back in 2015 yeah. when you first got started. Yeah. What do you recommend for people around branding in early days? So I would, yeah, awesome question. So I would ignore logo don't even think about your logo because i think that's when people think branding that's the first thing they go to is go to fiverr and create a logo for my name my brand do that don't worry about colors don't worry about all the aesthetics right that's the last part in fact it's going to be very easy once you get through the hard part of branding which is defining who your customer is step one 
defining who your customer is and how you find your customers, what problem are you trying to solve? So defining what problem you're trying to solve, understanding in this world, whatever market you're in, whether it's real estate or any other small business, where are your customers? Where do they exist? And what, you know, what do they need? Well, well maybe, maybe let me back up for a second there, Mark. Sure. What would you, within real estate, especially in commercial real estate, yeah. off the top of my head, I can think of three different customers sure. that we're trying to serve or we're trying to gather. We're trying to, one one group of people that we're trying to communicate with would be our power team members, right? So yes. yeah. not so much customers, but, you know, they're, they're a group that is very, very important there. Another, you know, especially if you're multifamily, if you're doing any self-management or any kind of self-management yeah. of real estate is your tenants. Those would be another group of customers. And then if you're starting to raise capital, yeah. you're starting to bring on joint venture partners, then that would be a separate group. So when you're talking about figure out who your customers are, sure. are you thinking about one particular group of customers or or how do you kind of, what, what what's your thought process around that? Yeah. So, so I can speak to kind of what peak, what peak does. So how we help people. So we help people on the investing side. So passive okay. investors. So one of our target groups is in our investors, passive investors. Got it. And the problem we're trying to solve for them is to help them create generational wealth, help them create, um, you know, wealth through, well, create wealth. How we do that, we can help them do that through apartment buildings. And so there's, you know, so the brand is built around, around that. Got it. Yeah. The, the, the other, the other segment of uh, customers or clients that we work with are people that, you know, may want to get, uh, become operators, right? So some coaching and consulting around uh, getting involved, buying your first building, buying your next building, scaling a portfolio, running an apartment building business, right? So that's another group and we can help, you know, how we help is coaching and consulting. And uh, the, the third group is helping people acquire. So because of our network of multifamily brokers uh, and getting have, you know, a pretty full deal pipeline, we can connect people with buildings. Right. So it's all within the multifamily space, but each one of those has, you know, different needs. Yeah. It's uh, a different avatar. It's a different, different target avatars. market that you're going after. But they very, all, very cool. They now, when, when you first started, chances are you were only going after one avatar. I'm going to guess. Would Correct. that, would that be, and then would that be the passive investor when you're first starting? That's right. Yeah. It yeah. was the passive investor when we first started and then it grew from there. And, uh, and I think, it grew from there. Um, I wouldn't say by accident, but I think by virtue of the information we were putting out there. So our, you know, marketing strategy, uh, our marketing strategy for investors was to educate, mm -hmm. um, educate, put out educational content. And the purpose for educational content is that uh, you know to position ourselves as thought leaders, right? Is when you think about multifamily, or when you think about someone who understands and knows multifamily, who do you think of? And the, the hope was that people would think of us, you know, and, and if, if you know them, so, you know, you know, peak, you know, perhaps through our podcast or some of the stuff that we're doing on social, then you have to start to like and trust them. And our like and trust was really um, how we built that up or try to build it up and continue to try to build it up is through education, education, mm -hmm. content and expertise. And, um, and what was happening is there was a little bit of a spinoff. And so we were getting asked then, oh, you guys, you know, it seems like you guys know what you're doing. Can you help me? I'm trying to buy a building. I'm trying to buy my right. next I'm trying to scale. Can you guys help me? And, and at first it was not really like, 
that's not kind of our model. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get you to invest in our deals. We're not. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. So yeah. So and, it was it was a over time that kind of correct. developed. Yeah. Very. So yeah. Uh, talk talk to me a little bit about the podcast because sure. you know I've been podcasting since 2018, but I've been doing interviews for. God knows how long, long, mm-hmm. long, long, long time. How did that come to be for you guys? What were you thinking of when you yeah. first started your podcast? Yeah. So, so the idea of the podcast came from, I went to a conference, a multifamily conference in, uh, in the U S uh, in Dallas specifically. And, uh, there, and it was, there was a, there was a segment around kind of, you know, marketing and branding and positioning yourself as a thought leader. Yeah. And, and uh, many of the panelists, I believe it was a panel, uh, talked about podcasts and they each had a podcast. What they talked about was that, you know, a pod, what a podcast does, one, it kind of helps with the thought leadership pillar, right? So if you're looking, you know, if you're trying to develop thought leadership, podcasts are a good way to do that. Uh, the other thing, and, and, and the light bulb went off for me when someone said, and I forget who exactly who it was, it was um, uh, Joe Fairless said this. Yeah. Okay. And he said, you know, because, I mean, he's obviously built a very successful business. I'm sure you know who he is. And, and, you know, I think people in the space would know who he is. Is he said, when I talk to investors, they already know who I am, what I stand for. And it's like they've been talking to me for years, although the first, you know, we've just had the first conversation. And that was like, okay, interesting. That helps with the the conversation, the funnel, right? And Yeah, because they they know him. He doesn't yes. know them yet, Correct. but yeah. he's been in their ear for God yeah. knows how long, months, perhaps yeah. years, hour after hour, they've been listening to his podcast. Yeah, yeah. Joe's a very sure. sharp guy. I've, I had the pleasure of interviewing him a couple of years ago. He was on his show as well. So Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so now, now as long as, I mean, I guess the caveat that as long as on your podcast, you are being yourself right? You're being open, transparent, and you are who you are on the podcast. And it's not, you know, you're not putting on a show, right? You're putting, you know, to you. And so then when I came back, um, I spoke to my partner, Mike, and said, hey, listen, let me, we should kind of consider this. And at that time, and I maybe still to this day, there was really no other podcast on multifamily, specifically in Canada. There there are multifamily podcasts about, you know, in the US, and there was a lot of real estate podcasts, but there was nothing about, you know, multifamily kind of, so, you know, the branding hat went on. It's like, okay, there seems like an open space here. Let's start it. And uh, yeah, it's been four years ish or so, Um, you know, and it's, and it's, and, and so what I learned from Joe Fairless uh, in that conference is exactly what's happened, right. Is kind of people listen. And even to this day, I've been listening to you for years. Right. And it's kind of, you know, so it's really cool and kind of going to conferences and stuff. Hey, it's, you know, it's Mark and Mike from the podcast. It's like, Holy smokes, really cool. So it's working. It works. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It kind of creates that mini celebrity there. And, and really somebody was saying, it's hard to beat a pod. There's so many different platforms, right? We could be on YouTube. We could be doing Facebook groups. We can be doing all this kind of stuff. But a podcast is so intimate because you're literally in somebody's ear right? For however long. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I never thought about it like that, but you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I remember it's kind of creepy. Uh, years ago, before <laughs> podcasts, we were doing a newsletter. You remember the physical newsletter and the audio CD of the month and all that yeah, kind of, yeah. that's how old I am, Mark. So we're, we're setting out this. And I remember I got a comment from a couple and they said, Dave, we listen to you every week in our hot tub. I'm going, Oh, <laughs> that's a little bit wow. too much information, but 
lit I did not know these folks, but they just like you're saying, Mark, they they knew me so well because of these interviews. But you're right. You have to be the genuine article. Like don't be yeah. trying to put on a show because then when you meet people yeah. in real life, it, it there's a big disconnect there. So so what what do you what have you guys found has worked well for you? And maybe tell me a little bit about your your podcast. Is it primarily you and your partner talking or are you interviewing guests or solo episodes or a mixture of, of everything? And what, what have you guys found has worked best for frequency? Um, so I would say 95 or more percent of our shows um, are with guests. So mm-hmm. we're, we're interviewing guests and uh, primarily I would say the majority 90 plus percent are uh, involved in multifamily in some mm. fashion, yeah. mostly Canadian purposely. But uh, I think over the last couple of years, we have invited our friends from the U.S. to also be on the show in multifamily because there's a lot to learn across border. Maybe the market dynamics are different, but the business, there's a lot of business learnings that can be shared across. And so we found that to be true. Uh, and, and people are interested in learning about kind of cross-border. Right. So that's, yeah, that's been the format. Um, we're, we're probably going to do more just off the cuff. Uh, you know, one, like Mike and I just talking about issues of the day, yeah. for example, kind of market updates, which we haven't really done a lot of, uh, especially right now, just things do change, you know, changing fairly quickly. And, and, and as long as we can get the episode out, you know, within a week or so, the, our discussion is still relevant as to kind of what's happening in multifamily in Canada, you know, what pivots, if any, we're making, what do we see out there? So there'll be a little bit more of that, but we'll continue with the format of interviewing guests because the other things too, we learn as well. Right. And, you know, I'm an interviewer, I guess, by trade, right. I used to interview, you know, uh, senior executives and and CEOs as part of my branding work. I love those conversations. And so I'm, I'm in my element, just asking questions, you know, you know, smart or dumb questions doesn't matter. I'm learning at the same time. So uh, I don't think we'll ever, we'll, we'll like, we'll always interview others. Uh, Cause and people like it too. People, you know, yeah. people are going to get bored of us. It's just us. So how often do you guys come out? Are you a weekly or bi-weekly? What do, what do you, what um, you- it, it used to be, so it was bi-weekly. It's the summer was a little bit of a break. So we'll kind of get back on it now uh, and kind of get back to kind of regular, a regular schedule. When when we are off, the interesting thing is when we are off, we get messages. Hey, you guys are kind of still doing your podcast, so that's kind of, <laughs> kind of a good or bad sign that we're off or kind of that we that we're in demand. Yeah, it's uh, good. But uh, but yeah, no, it's been it's been good, and uh, yeah, you know, we get messages like, hey, listen, I bought my first building, and it's because of you guys, you know, and stuff like that. It's really that's like that, I mean, that was, that's really why we the objective of the show was to help people get into multifamily. Like that's kind of when we, you know, screen guests and figure out topics, it's the goal is how do we help people get in to multifamily? And originally it started to get people in as operators, but now it's, you know, not so focused in terms of as an operator, it's how do we just get exposure to multifamily? It could be passive, could be active. Yeah. Um, you know, each person's different. So yeah, because you can you can serve multiple markets now, right? You can serve yeah. the passive investor. You can help out the people that are looking to actively get into it. Yeah, you've got you've got a variety of different things that yeah. you're doing there. So that's smart. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea, Mark, for your for you and your partner to do the do maybe the shorter type episodes where it's just like the the weekly update 
type mm-hmm. thing on what's going on in the market mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can have different little short, little mini type shows. I mean, crying out loud, I, I, I had this show going on while well, my uh, property profit show going on as a weekly podcast for years. Then it was kind of like twice a week. Then it was a little sporadic. Now we've switched to a daily format. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Which is, is great just because the, the avatar I'm reaching with that podcast is the mom and pop real estate investor. Yeah. This part the how to raise capital one one. It's also the mom and pop, but it's really focused on raising capital. Yeah. Right. That's the focus there. But for you guys, because you're seen as thought leaders and you are, and you're actively involved in multifamily in Canada, and that's your niche, mm-hmm. you do have great stuff to share on at least a weekly basis. Yeah. What's going on in the portfolio? What's going on with interest rates? I guess the the trick there is speed to production, speed of production, getting that out super quickly. Yeah. So are you guys doing the full audio video, the whole bit, the, the whole kit caboodle for your most of your episodes? So so we we video we do record it and we've used a few different platforms. We're using Zoom right now. We just yeah. kind of switched to Zoom. Well, you know, the audio quality was good. So we have every, we have every all of our episodes are recorded like as, as ours are right now, we have not leveraged the video. So the okay. next step is to now kind of, we have a catalog of 70 or so episodes is to start kind of using that content somewhere, YouTube yeah. channel, perhaps. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Um, so yeah, there's maybe we have 70 episodes worth of video. So, so we can, we can definitely start leveraging it, but we haven't to date. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, practicality wise yeah the video is great but you're right it, it does it's a whole nother yeah. level of complexity to get that out and going but what you might consider doing for the you know the weekly update type thing that's in addition to your normally scheduled programming mm-hmm. is just make sure that just focus on the audio for that and just maybe even have it raw pretty much unedited yeah. So that way you guys can just pump it out yeah. and get it up on the platforms like clockwork every Monday yeah. or every Wednesday or whatever it is. Yeah. That's coming out. That that would simplify your lives. And it doesn't have to be super long, like literally yeah. five, 10, 15 minutes of you guys going over one particular yeah. thing would, would be all yeah. that would be needed for that. Yeah. No, that's, that is awesome. So Mark, if people want to find out more about you, connect with you guys, you know, you got the podcast, you got lots of different stuff. What would be the number one place people could go to find out all things peak multifamily and Mark Balthazar? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, our website, our website is probably the best, but it has, you know, the podcast there, investment stuff there, um, our contact information there. So peakmultifamily.ca and yeah, all of our, all of our stuff is there. Wonderful. Mark, thank you so much. It's been great. I really appreciate your explanation of branding. I thought you did a very good job of kind of simplifying that. And I really appreciate your understanding of where it comes in for the mom and pop real estate investors. It's not about, hey, waste a ton of time on logos and color schemes and all that kind of fonts, all that kind of stuff right off the get-go. No, it's more about, hey, who are we? Who are we looking to serve? Yeah. How best can we do that? Then the other stuff, you can add that on later on and change it as as is needed. And I also appreciate you you sharing how you've integrated 
the podcast and the education side of things in with your core business as mm -hmm. active multifamily real estate investors. So thanks for sharing all of that on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. This was good. I, I, this, this is a topic that I have not talked about very often, uh, you know, on, on show. So this is great. I love it. Awesome. I love it too. All right. Thanks a lot, Mark. And everybody take care. We'll talk to you on the next episode. This episode is brought to you by moneypartnerformula.com. Our Money Partner Formula service allows you to raise all the private capital you need to do all the deals you want while we handle the hard stuff. We offer reliable and affordable done-for-you marketing services that get you investor meetings booked without all the work. So go ahead and check out the website right now. And then feel free to schedule a call with me and let's take your portfolio to the next level. Again, that's moneypartnerformula.com. Watch investor meetings pop up in your calendar. We handle the rest.